Blog Talk Radio. Ken Reedy Show, the best in pro wrestling talk. Thank you so much. Get on the horn right now. 347-838-9815 is the number to call. We want to hear from you on this an Elimination Chamber someday, Sunday Elimination Chamber pregame show going on right now. Big pay-per-view because this is the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. We're right square dab in the middle of the road to WrestleMania, so we want to hear from you. What do you think in regards to tonight's pay-per-view and where we're going with WrestleMania? Check us out on Twitter, at The Ken Reedy Show. As always, you go to Facebook, facebook.com, slash The Ken Reedy Show. Check us out each and every Monday night. We do a raw chat on the Facebook page. You can check us out there on Monday nights. And per some suggestions we got, we started this last week, if if you're on hold, waiting to get your opinion out there, you want to say something, or just want to chat with some other fans of the show, we have a show chat going on on the Facebook page right now, so head on over to Facebook.com slash The Ken Reedy Show, and you can talk on the TKRS show chat thread. Um, also, uh, you can check out our website, TheKenReedyShow.com. Be sure to go over there. We revamped some stuff over there, and uh, you know... As we announced last week, we're going to be moving over to AM Radio, AM 1640, Ironbound Radio in Newark, New Jersey. We're making that move in March, and opportunities are coming our way, and opportunities for other people out there. So if you're interested in uh, some sponsorship opportunities uh, with the Ken Reedy Show, be sure to check out the website. We have contact information there, and we will come up with a package that will suit your business needs. So Contact us, and we'll get you some sponsorship information out to you. Um, but we are offering sponsorship now, both through the radio uh, station and our own show. And remember, you can always see me on Friday nights on NWA on Fire. I do commentating for NWA on Fire on MeTV each and every Friday night at 11 o'clock. So be sure to check that out. We're going to get into it right now, the best in pro wrestling talk, as always. My tag team partner is on the line. Dave, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. I've exited my chamber, and I'm ready I'm ready to go for the next two hours. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm kind of excited, looking forward to, uh, 
you know, the pay-per-view tonight, and I think there's a lot of areas we can go into discussing. And uh, first thing I'd like to talk about, um, which I find interesting, because you have a lot of stuff going on out there, and and there's The Rock. And, and The Rock is an interesting figure, because he is a part-timer, um, and, and yet he is holding the WWE title. And he's an interesting figure, entertaining, talented guy, um, potentially, honestly, and you're Right here, confirmed Hulkamaniac, but as far as crossover appeal, good possibility when it's all said and done, The Rock will be the biggest wrestler of all time, as far as how well-known he is across the board uh, in the wrestling world and outside the wrestling world, but a part-timer nonetheless. Talented individual. I find it interesting right now uh, that last year, going into WrestleMania, that John Cena, in a lot of his promos towards The Rock, uh, was, hey, you're, you're a part-timer, I'm here every every day, each and every night, busting my ass, and I'm not giving up my spot for a part-timer, and there were so many people that were just rooting with every fiber of their being for The Rock to beat John Cena. They wanted the part-time guy to beat the staple. Now, I feel like the same fans are outraged that a part-time guy has beaten CM Punk for the title and is walking around with the WWE title. So I find it interesting that he's become a bit of a polarizing figure as far as the wrestling landscape to a certain extent recently, probably more so than he was last year. I think there's more people just flat out rooting for The Rock. A little more polarized this this year, maybe because he's got the the championship. Um, I get it. I get the 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 thinking. Part time guy shouldn't have the the title. I, I guess I can understand that. At the same time, uh, you and I, Dave, we grew up in a in an era where you know Hulk Hogan had the title. We didn't see him all the time. The championship was not um, contested often. It was something special. It gave the the title a little more mystique. So there's that mode of thinking. You know, hey, we don't need to see The Rock all the time. He's the champ. Um, I'm just curious, Dave, at this moment in time, like, what, what do you think about The Rock's place and, and his, quote, championship run so far? Uh, his place on the show, his place on, you know, on... on uh, on the roster, so to speak. I mean, it's it's a good, you know, it, he feels more like a, like I said a few weeks back, like a full-time player um, with them. Um, as far as uh, his championship run yet, I uh, really, he's only been on TV for two weeks with the belt. So I really can't determine that at this moment. But um, it, it's definitely different from uh, last year where, the year prior, his match with John Cena was announced and signed for, and he made a couple sporadic appearances here and there. But until the the end of February, going into last year's WrestleMania, you know, he was on TV five out of the six weeks from the last Elimination Chamber uh, pay per view till WrestleMania 28. So it's definitely um, it definitely feels a little bit different this year, being that he's here for you know. Hyped for the Royal Rumble, then the Royal Rumble pay per view. Now the Elimination Chamber. He's going to work. You know, people have complained. He's, he's, he's you know, he didn't work. He's, he hasn't worked enough. Um, 
as, as far as uh, you know, earning the ch- earning the championship or whatever, I could care less at this point. It's 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 an argument that nobody's going to win. Okay, the only people that are going to win are the people that run that company and, and are di- and are displaying the product on television to us. Um, so I, I don't even bother getting in that argument with people about if he deserved the belt, you know, and he, he didn't, he didn't, you know, work enough dates, you know, big deal. Like I, I saw a chat on Busted Open, uh, on the Busted Open Facebook page where they were talking about like back in the heyday when Hogan was a champion, Hogan wasn't on TV every week, you know? I mean, Hogan didn't even work all, all the house shows. They had three crews, an A, B, and C crew doing house shows. If they were in two large markets on the same day, they would have Hogan work the middle of the card with like a Paul Orndorff and then leave and then take a jet and fly to the other town so he could make that main event. But he wasn't on TV all the time, and he wasn't, you know, at all the house shows. So I don't know why people complain. Everyone complained he wasn't, you know, seven years ago. Oh, he left. He's not coming back. Or they should bring The Rock back. It would be so cool. Now I bring him back, you're complaining he doesn't work enough. It's like... Like Shane Helms said on our show last year, wrestling fans like to complain about everything. They hate it all. They hate everything. Or I should say, internet wrestling fans hate everything. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, it's funny. I guess you know, you make enough money, you get. Hopefully, you develop a thick skin. But it does. It it it's interesting how you know it just seems like you you can't make anybody happy. Um, it was an interesting week for the Rock because as. Again, entertaining, talented guy, and I agree with you. I, I think he 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 comes off this year uh, more as someone who is part of the roster. He's definitely not, but we've seen him more. He's been in backstage vignettes. Uh, he's been, you know, this week he was on Raw and SmackDown. Um, so he does have that feel of being part of the roster a little bit more this year. Um, I didn't like the promo much on raw uh some funny moments but i i didn't need the 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 crackhead story uh of the rock and his uh automobile when he was 15 years old i i didn't need that um i've enjoyed the rock when he's been serious and intense and you know anyone who didn't see the writing on the wall i mean this i think this was all set up pretty you know pretty well i mean the whole thing to have a a guy like CM Punk and, and again, an internet wrestling fan's darling. I mean, you know, across the board, they love CM Punk, and they, you know, they gave him a 400-plus day run with the title and, uh, you know, still not happy. But, uh, you know, I like the rivalry. I think Punk has done a nice job with, with The Rock, jawing back and forth. Uh, I love the fact that they took the belt and, and they're kind of continuing to count. Um, so it's been a decent uh, rivalry, I think that the weird thing right now, the interesting thing is I have found in years past, when you come out of the Rumble, you really, and we hyped it too on the show. I mean, we were talking right before the Rumble, like we were on that road to WrestleMania. And we even talked about before the Rumble, like at the, the very start of the year, that it really, we kind of felt like we were already on that road to WrestleMania. I got to back off that a little bit because now, like, with John Cena winning the Rumble, but John Cena, kind of his attentions are are over with uh, the Shield and with uh, you know the Rock, and his attentions are are, are with uh, uh, CM Punk, and and we haven't seen the Undertaker, and and that's a big question mark right now. I don't feel like we're really on that road to WrestleMania. It doesn't have that kind of 
you know, I don't know. It just it doesn't have that juice for me. Like that being said, I'm looking forward to tonight, so I don't want it to come off too negative. I just don't feel like we have that that juice of of the road to WrestleMania. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to kick it into high gear the next few weeks, but um, do, do you get that impression, Dave? It just doesn't feel like you're. I mean. And maybe it's a good thing. I'm not saying necessarily it's a bad thing. Maybe we were just on the road to the Elimination Chamber. And then after this, we're going to be on the road to WrestleMania. And they, they did a better job maybe this year at putting over the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view as far as uh, you know a special event in and of itself and not just looking past that uh, for WrestleMania. But I, I don't get that, that WrestleMania feel right now. How about you, Dave? Um, in in some cases, I could agree with you. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily get that WrestleMania feel. I did sort of when they um when when uh, Brock Lesnar returned and he did the angle with Vince um, where he gave him the F five and returned the night after the Royal Rumble. Um, and you know, other than that, I really haven't felt it uh, too much. Um, I, maybe maybe they just wanted to focus more on the Elimination Chamber and not have the audience, you know kind of look past that show um, and, and, you know, looking forward to WrestleMania and to instead just trying to get them to focus on the chamber pay-per-view and the ramifications of that heading into WrestleMania. Maybe there are other plans. I mean, who knows? But I haven't really felt that, like, big feel, uh, with the exception of the uh, the, the Lesnar um, return the, the, the first night when he uh, attacked Vince. I agree with you, but it but it's like it, it was great, and I, I had that big big time feel with with Lesnar, and then it was, but what exactly do with Lesnar? I mean, I think everyone assumes that we're going to see Triple H Lesnar, but it's just kind of that's kind of a question mark as well. Um, interestingly enough, like we have not seen the Undertaker, and uh, you know all sorts of speculation going on, and I think that that is really taken away from that that feel because we've had that build to the streak match every year that really starts uh, in January and run, runs through to, to WrestleMania. As much as we, we've said that The Undertaker is now a a part-time player at best, um, you know, uh, for the most part, he's a one-match-a-year kind of guy, but he, uh, you know, he comes back and builds that match for a little bit, and we haven't seen him. And there's been a lot of speculation uh, going around as far as when and if uh, we're going to see Taker. And that's really, over the past few years, uh, the streak match has taken on such a life of its own that it, that's the biggest thing. Uh, it, it, is, it has supplanted the championship matches as, as the main event. Uh, you know, perhaps aside from last year, um, but I think most people would say that match stole the show. Um, you know, the, the streak is just so important, and, and the setup for that match, to me, has done a lot to add to that, that special feel uh, at the beginning of the year running through to, to WrestleMania, and and we haven't got that. Um, you know, we're, we're hearing all sorts of rumors uh, from Taker. Uh, you know, Dave, what are some of the things you're hearing out there uh, as far as uh, what, what, what uh, you know, the Undertaker and, and when and if we may see him. His status has been like up and down, left and right. As of a few months ago, it was saying it was reported that he might just make the Rumble and not work WrestleMania. Then it was reported that he he he's 
more than likely going to work WrestleMania, and he's already chosen his opponent, and they're working on a storyline. Then there was, then there, you know, well, recently it was, you know, the, they're going to talk about doing him and CM Punk. Then there was as, as recent as a couple of weeks ago, um, Undertaker, rumors of Undertaker not appearing at WrestleMania are due to the fact that he's in disagreement with the company because he wants the streak to finally end and he wants to retire and he wants to give it to Punk. And the company doesn't want to give it to Punk. Um, then just as recent as yesterday, there are a few, actually, I'm sorry, Friday, a few days ago, the um, story came out is that there was a picture online of The Undertaker with um, the Nashville Predators, NHL, the NHL hockey team's mascot um, together backstage at, at the game on Sunday night. Raw was in that building the following night. A lot of people assumed, oh, Undertaker's definitely going to make an appearance if he's in town. He's not just flying to Nashville to watch a hockey game same time that they're in town with WWE. So, obviously, he didn't show up on Raw Monday. The rumor was that he had a meeting with Vince outside of the arena or somewhere. They met somewhere. And the the gist of that meeting was that he does not want to come back this year because he doesn't want to half-ass his way through a match because – his his, uh, his rehab is you know is going okay, but he's not doing as well. He had surgery on his shoulder and his hip, I believe, his rotator cuff and his hip. Um, and uh, you know he's he he doesn't want to have to, he wants to put out a good performance. He doesn't want to look like it's look, look he doesn't want it to look mediocre. And plus, he's still not 100 percent from what was being told. Um, but that doesn't mean that he's completely retired. That probably means that next year would be a farewell match at WrestleMania um, in uh, possibly New Orleans. That's where the, the uh, WrestleMania 30 is supposed to be um, the host next year. So that's what I'm hearing. But I'm also hearing, too, that a lot of people in the company feel that the match will go on regardless if he's going to retire next year or not, that he will have the match with CM Punk this year. Um, who knows? I don't know what to believe. I'm here, you know, you we spoke about it in the pre-show meeting before we went on the air that there's rumors that he's been spotted in New Orleans and that he's expected to be a part of tonight's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in some in some capacity. Um, you know, there's so who knows? Who honestly, who knows what the status is with him? It will it will to me because the match that he the matches he's had in the past few years have been so big. If he doesn't appear at this year's WrestleMania in a match, I think he'll appear on camera during the show to signal his farewell match for next year, if that's the plan they're going with. But they got to come up with something pretty big to replace that match because, like you said, that match has taken over the the, the importance of the actual title matches on that show. So. Uh, we're just, I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. I mean, I, 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 my theory is if he doesn't show up tonight or tomorrow, then he's not coming back to this year's WrestleMania. I, I would agree with you right there. I mean, that, that to me is the biggest point. And, and you know, we, we're saying that, you know, they, they would set up these storylines, uh, you know, his, his program uh, early in the year and run through WrestleMania. I mean, the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania tonight, uh, Raw tomorrow night, you would think that if they're going to set – Anything up, it, it has to happen uh, between you know tonight and tomorrow night. So do we get an, an Undertaker uh, sighting tonight? I mean, it's funny because I get it. And as a competitor, 
I mean, look, all the respect in the world to The Undertaker and what he's been able to accomplish. And and the streak has taken on, uh, you know, a, a huge jump the past few years. I mean, it was it was impressive beforehand, but, uh, you know, a lot of credit to uh, Shawn Michaels and, and Triple H uh, for, for the matches they they had with Taker. But the, the, uh, the streak has taken on a mythological... Uh, feel to it that uh, you know it's it's so special right now and and uh, you know it's just it's I mean if if I'm the Undertaker you know I get it like not wanting to come back and half-ass it or you know not put on a, an A plus match I mean he, you kind of have to the interesting thing is you know depending on what Taker does. Um, and, and it was cool because, like, recently, you know, over here, I don't know where you're listening to the show, but, we, you know, we've had some snow in the Northeast. And, you know, as a wrestling fan, what do you do when you're snowed in? You, you grab uh, you grab your wrestling DVDs and you kind of catch up and you watch some of them. And, uh, you know, I watched the uh, end of an era matchup and uh, it would have been fitting for Taker to go out like that. That last shot of the three of them. Uh, on the way out, um, it would have been a fitting retirement, um, you know, but he didn't, or he didn't officially announce it, uh, you know, I, I don't know, but it has to, you know, they have to set it up soon, um, you know, do they do it 30, I mean, WrestleMania 30 is a big deal, I mean, he is a guy that, you know, if you want to do WrestleMania 30 and you want to do Taker's last match, uh, with the streak on the line and give him a Hall of Fame induction all in the same weekend, man, I'd be cool with that. Um, who knows what they're going to do, but, you know, he is banged up and he is not a spring chicken. And, and you wonder how much longer can he, he come back, even once a year, and, and pull off these five-star matches. I mean, it, it's got to be tough and it's got to be a lot of pressure on him to come back. Um, your thoughts, Dave, uh, as far as we're going to get to the Facebook. And if, you, if you'd like to jump on... Uh, we asked the question on Facebook, uh, should the streak end or stay intact? Do we want to see him retire undefeated or the streak gets broken? So if you go on that thread, if you want to get your opinion, he's going to read that in a bit. But your thought, Dave, I mean, what, what do you think about uh, at this point uh, where the streak should go? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough question. That's probably, that's probably one of the, 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 the biggest questions in wrestling um, these days. Uh, probably the most difficult one to answer. Um, who should end it? If you should stay undefeated? There's there's pros and cons to each. Um, like I've said before on the show, when you talk about ending that streak, it's got to be somebody who's a sure thing, who's already firmly established in the main event scene, and and somebody that you know it, it would it would boost their credibility. There are two guys on that roster that could do that too. Well, actually, three, I should say. Um, but two of them that are more likely choices are John Cena and CM Punk. Um, one person that it could help, um, who's been kind of, even though he is a firmly established top star, but he's been kind of floundering in the past year or so, is uh, Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's had you know numerous title reigns. He won the Royal Rumble, um, but you know, putting that feather in his cap for the streak, I think, would really put him over the top. Um, for the rest of his career, I'm not saying that he's not going to, you know, stay around for forever. But um, 
you know, that he's going to be a flop in four or five years. But th- this would help if they if they were to build him up uh, once again um, for for a potential showdown with Undertaker, and then eventually give him the streak. But he's also got two strikes on the wellness policy, so I don't think that that's going to go to him. I think that uh, um, I think at this point he should just he should just stay undefeated. Um, I mean, like you said, if he went out last year and that was it, I, I mean, I'm okay with that, especially, you know, the, the, the match he had and just the scene at the end with the three of them arm-in-arm arm, walking out, carrying each other out practically. I mean, it was, you know, it was it, it was definitely a WrestleMania moment. And if he walked out like that and said, I'm done tomorrow, then I'm okay with it. Um, so, I mean, I mean, at this point, I guess I'd say you'd have to stay undefeated. However... Um, another name that's been brought up um, as far as, uh, you know, taking the streak, um, and it was brought up on the Facebook page. I might as well let the cat out of the bag. A lot of people said Kane, um, you know, the, the Kane or nobody else. And uh, it's interesting that those points are brought up because I remember my brother had purchased a special, like, collector's edition magazine that WWE put out with The Undertaker. It was in, like, I think it was 2003, around 10 years ago. There were all kinds of stuff in there, pictures, you know, uh, articles about matches, you know, career highlights, comments from guys on the roster, even an interview with him. And uh, at one point there was a – I think there was a an interview. In the interview, Undertaker was going off a list of guys that, you know, he was talking about just kind of word association, so to speak. And Kane uh, came up and he said, um, if there's anybody that I'd want to end the streak – it would be him. He's he's a friend of mine. He's worked hard, blah blah blah. This, that, and the other. So, um, I mean, it's interesting that, that that you know those names are brought up on the Facebook chat as far as who should you know end the streak. Um, and obviously, plans could change because that was ten years ago and it was you know, but it, it, you know, it was public uh, written in a magazine. But I don't know if that was for storyline purposes or if that was you know breaking kayfabe and you know him Mark Calloway actually speaking from the heart. Um, so. But at this point, like I said, I, I I think at this point you should just stay undefeated because there really isn't really any. Like I said, maybe Punk or Cena, but I don't see any reason giving it to giving it to them. He's just if if he didn't if he if he didn't lose last year to, to Triple H in that Hell in the Cell in that great match, or even to Shawn Michaels in the first one, there's nobody that should be able to break that streak, in my opinion. And that's just it. Like it gets tougher and tougher, and like in, in the realm of pro wrestling, you know, it's tougher and tougher to make it believable. I mean, they, they've done and they done, look, they've done a good job at building up this streak, and they they've done a good job. You know, they had the interviews and the vignettes. You know that that there's something about the Undertaker at WrestleMania, and he just goes someplace else, and he's in a, he's in a zone when he's at WrestleMania. And, you know, like you're right. I mean, that first match with Michaels. I mean, last year. You know, he takes a super kick into a pedigree and is able to kick out. Now, you tell me, what move or series of moves can a, a CM Punk or John Cena come up with that would be able to keep Taker down for the one, two, three? That would make sense when a super kick into a pedigree just didn't work. Um, you know, really just difficult uh, as as a streak is is gained such momentum to to make it believable for someone to end it. Um, you know, I, I'm still of the, I, I think a few years ago was the time to end the streak. Now where it's at, I, I would love to see him, uh, uh, retire undefeated. And I, and I want that as part of his video package. 
uh, when he goes into the Hall of Fame. But interesting enough, and you, and you kind of mentioned it in your explanation, we're going to go to the Facebook page, uh, Taker's streak, retire undefeated, or streak gets broken. Uh, Scott Greenbaum says, undefeated is the only way to go out. Michelle DeGee, retire undefeated. Eric Olson, unbeaten. Sean McHale, first one here, he says, broken by Kane, nobody else. Um, our friend Vladimir Joseph, CTWE heavyweight champion, uh, chimes in. He's old school. I believe either scenario works. If he does lose, it'll be to the top guy in the company, John Cena. Dave Zielinski tells us, I think he wants to lose the next top guy, not Cena. I think Vince wants him to retire undefeated. He goes on to say, I think he should go out putting over the next guy. I have no idea who that is right now. Not Ryback, maybe Ziggler, but doubtful. Probably another monster that isn't with the company yet. So Dave's saying, there's someone else out there we don't even know who should be uh, breaking that streak. Our friend Dank says, I'm going with undefeated. Mike Ferrara, who, by the way, Mike Ferrara is actually boycotting the show because he wasn't able to get on last week. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's, so we won't get one of those kooky calls from, from Mike today. But uh, I thought, you know, we talked in our pre-show meetings, and as a, as a radio show, you know, I, I thought, like, to me, our, our, the way we would go with the show is, you know, first start on the Internet then get picked up by a radio station, then move on to Sirius XM, then sign a like Howard Stern-type contract, then piss off some groups, and then get boycotted. And that would mean that we have arrived as a show. So we've done things a little backwards. We've gotten the radio station out of the way, but we have our first boycott. So we are ahead of schedule right now. So thank you, Mike Farrar, for boycotting us. But continuing on on the thread... Uh, he says, I think if someone's going to be Taker, it should be Punk. But if you could, I would have Taker go out undefeated. So kind of playing both sides, Mike, but he's saying I think that he wants Taker to stay undefeated. Uh, Frank Pintaro, also, I am on the Kane or no one vote. Uh, Justin Rosebluth just says end it. Um, Rick McDisney Walker, as much as I want Punk to go over and beat him straight, I've said this for the past three years, that Kane is the only one that should take it. It was uh, Taker that got him the job in the first place because he worked with him in Memphis. I think we need to have Kane win the Elimination Chamber and choose to take the streak instead of the World Heavyweight title. Taker is pretty much done. It is a struggle to get him uh, ready for once a year. So let's end it before it gets pathetic. He has always stepped up at Mania, but I don't want his last one to put him in a chair. Interesting. And uh, Scott Swineford says, I don't think there are really anyone that Vince has to be the one to end the street. Let Taker go out undefeated. He deserves it. And the only name would be Andre, but that's the Andre of the 70s. Um. Yeah, okay, I don't I don't fully understand the explanation, but um I think he's saying that uh he uh, let him go out undefeated. Um interesting. if Andre was in his prime, you know, the Andre the Giant of the seventies in his prime, if he was around today and then faced Undertaker, maybe that maybe that's what he means. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean that's an interesting I mean, yeah, if Andre was in his prime, that would be awesome, like if those two got it on. Um 
But yeah, you know, all interesting things. And you know, we've debated a lot, and we've you and I have both been on that kind of, you know, the guy to beat it. We're on that bandwagon of it needs to be the next big guy or the the man in the company, you know. Much and it's interesting that Scott brought up Andre, you know, much like Hogan, you know, beat Andre for the first time. Uh, you know, is it a guy like John Cena who's the man in the company? Is he the man to to end the streak? Um, and we've we've kind of been on that either the man or the next big thing that that that's the guy that should end the streak. I find it very interesting because you and I we never brought up his name. Uh, that we have a, a few people that are saying Kane, and um, it's interesting. It's interesting, you know, with the you know storyline. They're brothers. Uh, they've wrestled a couple times at WrestleMania. Um, Look, again, I am someone that thinks he should retire undefeated, but that is an interesting candidate and, and something that uh, we probably should have thought of, but we, we never really talked about it. But uh, Kane ending the streak, uh, interesting. I, I mean, I think if, if they if they actually got it on one more time at WrestleMania, I'd, I'd, it would kind of be cool. And I think Kane gets overlooked a lot. Tremendous competitor. Uh, similar style, obviously, to The Undertaker, but has... Uh, been able to remain healthy and be a, a full-time uh, player. Uh, still, you know, he wrestles his Kane style, but still can put on an entertaining match. Uh, just, just a real talented guy. Um, is guy? Are you there, Dave? I'm sorry. Did you break? Did you break up? I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I hope I didn't break up, but uh, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, do you, what do you think about Kane being the guy? That's an interesting theory. You know, thinking about it as you were speaking, I was thinking to myself, you know, Kane's done a lot in the WWE. I mean, you know, he's gone from, you know, having a mask to, you know, getting his voice back to not having a mask to getting it, you know, to putting the mask back on, anger. I mean, he's done it all. Like all the weird stuff too, you know. He's been cha- he's been tag team champions with just about anybody. With you know the Hurricane, X Pac, Mick Foley, uh, Undertaker, uh, now Daniel Bryan. I, I'm probably forgetting a few names. Big Show. Now, I might be forgetting a few names, but you know he's done a lot in the in the company, and they, for the most part, he's been used well. You know, he's, there's been moments where you know they've not used him properly. Um, you know, I, I think he could go into the Hall of Fame on his own merit for what he's done in the WWE. But if he were to end the streak, he's sure he's he's, he's a, a first ballot Hall of Famer in my opinion. Um, and it would be it would be just one more thing that could like because I don't think a lot of people take him seriously. It's like he, that he could be like a main event threat, you know, like because he's been doing a lot of comedy as of late, and they've saddled him in tag teams and mid card feuds. Like, I see Kane as like a legitimate main event threat, and I think if he were to win the, you know, end the streak, there's a good chance that you know, he it would propel him even further. But he's at that age where he's probably only got a few years left himself. I mean, unless he's you know, as healthy as a 21 year old in in his body, I I just don't see him sticking around that long that much longer. But I mean, it's you know, it's a really interesting theory, and and. But it's been done. Undertaker Kane has been done a million times, you know. So it's like, I, I, did, I mean, I was bored with it the last time they did it. 
I didn't really care for it. Um, but, I mean, who knows? Who, who knows what they got planned? I, I, I don't want to sit here and speculate and guess because, you know, I, I want to be surprised. So let's it's, see what it's, happens. It's interesting because, you know, it's something that on one hand as, as a fan, uh, to me it's, you know, I want him to go out undefeated. But, look, if the if the Undertaker, like, in that interview you read was a while back, and, you know, we don't know what's going on really behind the scenes. Rumors get floated. You hear things. But to me, if the Undertaker, if, if Mark, if Mark Calloway, he's done this. This is his life. This is his career. If he's a guy that says, I want Kane to be the one. I would have to respect that that decision, you know. If he, I mean, we have all these, you know, different permutations of why someone would deserve to take the streak and why, uh, you know, who it should be. But you know, ultimately, if Taker says I want this guy to to end the streak, I think you got to respect the the wishes of of the guy who's created the streak. So who knows? Lots of fun to, to speculate and guess, but. Uh, that is down the road. I mean, we're kind of going off on a bit of a tangent here on, on the streak, but uh, it's all because tonight is Elimination Chamber, the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. We are anticipating if we don't see The Undertaker tonight or tomorrow night, then we may not see him this year for WrestleMania. So tonight is the night. Tonight could be the night. Elimination Chamber. We want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the Elimination Chamber? What are we going to see tonight? Is something big going to happen to set up the last leg of the road to WrestleMania. What's going to happen tonight? Who's going to win? Who's going to walk out with gold? Who's going to be disappointed? We want to hear from you. 347-838-9815 is the number to call. we got a conversation thread going on over on Facebook, facebook.com, slash the Ken Reedy Show. But now we need to hear from you guys, so we are going to go right out to the phones. And first off, we got Tony on the line. Tony, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How you doing? We are doing fabulous tonight. What are you looking forward to in tonight's pay per view? Uh, I gotta go with Rock uh, Punk and the Chamber. I gotta think those are tied for both. Uh, those are both be, uh, you know, those are both be fun matches. Uh, I mean, I, I think you know, the Chamber. I'd love to see, you know, love to see Mark Henry win, like I mentioned last week. You know, they could do have Mark Henry win, and then you can have Del Rio versus Mark Henry at WrestleMania, or like, so, or they might have Jericho win. Uh, you know, I mean, they might have Dolph Ziggler finally cash in the Money in the Bank tonight, and then do they can do Dolph and uh, Jericho at WrestleMania. You know, and then uh, Jericho could put him over. So I mean, I don't know, I don't know, you know, that. There are a lot of directions that you know, like that the, they they can go with this. You know, even with the uh, Rock Punk, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting Rock to, uh, you know, re- retain the title. But I mean, you know, uh, I, I know the whole thing with uh, Taker and uh, it's supposed to be him and Punk. But I mean, if if Taker can't go, uh, you know, they should put, you know, they should uh, have Punk in there with uh, Rock and Cena, yeah, you know, for the for the belt. They could, you know, do a three way. I know it's probably it's hurt a lot, but. Uh, I think that's what they should do because you know Rock Cena too just doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, because it's you know like funny. I, I tell you, and, and it's interesting because, and then that's uh, the problem with with uh, you know it's just like a problem. But wrestling, especially WrestleMania, it's so different being there live and and watching it on TV. And last year, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Rock Cena. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I'm going live again this year. Uh, to be honest, I, I I thought the match dragged at times. I, I just got the DVD, and again, like I said, being snowed in, catching up on some wrestling DVDs, and uh, I thought the match dragged at times. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I, I think Rock Cena 2 is, is okay. Um, it's interesting that you say that, because I'm not a big fan of the triple threat matches, especially for the WWE title, but... Um, I'm curious what you think, because we were throwing around different scenarios, because uh, that's what wrestling fans do, and in our pre-show meeting, we, we were kind of coming up with different ideas, um, you know, and, and we're speculating here, it, it's not something that, you know, whether Taker's going to wrestle at WrestleMania or not, I would bet money, that decision has been made. Um, we don't know about it, but they're not waiting to see whether The Undertaker shows up tonight and says, yeah, I think I'm going to go. Uh, that decision, it's WrestleMania, has probably already been made. Um, curious, we're talking, we're throwing on ideas. I'm curious what you think about this, uh, Tony. That what if the the stipulation that that occurred uh, with with the championship match that The Rock will lose the title if he's disqualified? Um, what if we have a double DQ? What if we know that? Like the powers that be in the WWE know that Taker's not going to wrestle, so we need to find something for Punk um, rather than than just throwing together. Hey, we we need a we're going to throw a triple threat match together. That it's a double disqualification. So technically, The Rock was would have lost the title, but technically Punk didn't win the match. And obviously, Cena has claimed because he won the Royal Rumble. That would legit put everybody in a spot where they could lay claim to having that match at WrestleMania, uh, therefore setting up the, the triple threat match. What do you think about that? That's actually a pretty good idea. You mean like have like the belt, like have have no champion going in? Almost. Whether whether they say that like because it's a double DQ, The Rock still has it, or if they just say it's vacated... Uh, whatever they say, as far as the, the storyline would go, it would still, with a double DQ, those three men would all have legitimate claims to the title. Well, that's that is yeah, that is definitely an interesting twist. I actually didn't think of that, but um, yeah, I mean, that's the, I think I don't know. I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good idea. You know, if, if they, you know, I don't know if they're going to go with it, but you know, doing the. Uh, the no, like the double DQ or no finish or whatever. Um, and it's, it does kind of make sense in a way. This way, you know, it's like if they're going to do the three way, like you said, they all they all have a you know legit reason to be uh, you know they'll be you know are entitled to a title match. So that's uh, the only problem with that is, if you don't mind me interjecting, is that their plan right now, and obviously the plan for 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 Rock is going into WrestleMania, is especially the mainstream media. With with him because he's got three movies coming out in a, in a span of in a short span of a couple of months and having him as the WWE champion, a bona fide action movie star, promoting that he's going to be appearing in the main event at WrestleMania, defending the WWE title, that 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 you know could put, could get potential you know view, outside viewers from Hollywood you know ordering this pay per view to see it and especially with him as WWE champion, if you if you take the title off of him with a finish like that. Then he can't go on Jay Leno with the belt. Then he can't, you know. I mean, he can promote the show, but it's just it's it's that theory of, you know, it's just that thinking of we got the champion on the show. You know what I mean? 
the WWE champion is, is is on the Tonight Show, or the WWE champion is on Jimmy Kimmel, or or or, or, or Sports Center, First Take, you know, just stuff like that. So I mean, it's that it's it's just that thinking behind it that I don't think that's necessarily the. I mean, it's a good idea in theory when it comes to you know wrestling booking, but obviously in WWE business sense, they're not looking at it like that, and they're looking at it more as you know. How many more people can we get to watch WrestleMania this year? Oh, we're just going to get to rock the belt. He'll go on TV, promote the hell out of his movies, and us wearing the belt. And you know what I mean? You guys understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah. They, but the yeah, thing yeah, is, I, they I, don't I, have I, to I, necessarily I, have the title vacated. It's just that all three men have a legit claim. So you could still have The Rock running around, you know, everywhere with the title belt that I guess technically he retained the title, but because. There was that DQ stipulation that, you know, Punk uh, has legit beef as far as, you know, demanding uh, another title shot at WrestleMania. But obviously Cena also has that legit, uh, you know, he's got a contract. He won the Rumble. So um, just a thought because that that whole, that that stipulation of the DQ and losing the belt just seemed, I, I just feel like that, that's got to come into play in some way, shape, or form. And like Dave's saying, I, I don't, I don't see them just purely taking the belt off Rock. I, I don't, I, I can't imagine that we're going to come out of this match and Rock is going to get DQ'd and, and Punk's going to walk out uh, the champ. I mean, Rock has to walk out tonight with at least some claim to the belt. So, uh, um, but it's interesting. I mean, Tony, you know, when when it comes to wrestling. You know, I think it's at its best when we're all kind of guessing and we can't really put our finger on uh, exactly what's going to happen, which is great. Before I let you go, give us uh, uh, your pick. If you're going to put uh, if you're going to put money down on the elimination chamber, who wins tonight? I gotta say, I gotta say, Mark Henry. Good call. All right, thanks a lot, Tony. If you guys who don't know, Tony is our blogger. He blogs each and every show, each and every week. Raw, SmackDown, Impact. So go to thekenreeshow.com, check out his blogs. Thanks a lot for the call, Tony. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, yeah, for real. You know, man. Take it easy, man. Thanks a lot. So many things, so many stipulations. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Dave? I mean, do you think that it was just something to kind of throw in for the hell of it? Or do you think that this, this DQ... Because it seemed weird to me, and it seemed weird that, uh, you know, that... Uh, Vince McMahon was like, all right, you got your stipulation. That that all seemed odd, um, which that's what started me thinking that, all right, Taker probably said he, he can't wrestle. So, you know, you go through like a double DQ and then you set up a triple threat match at WrestleMania. So it gives, it gives Punk a spot and it gives Punk a spot in the main event. Um, how do you see that stipulation playing itself out? Well, here's the, here's the thing with that stipulation. There's two there, there's two things. You know, you you mentioned Vince McMahon. There was that there was the, the the backstage vignette on Monday where Heyman was on the phone on speakerphone with Vince in Vicky Guerrero's office, and hey, uh, Heyman asked for that stipula- stipulation, and Vince agreed to it, but he only agreed to it if he could do something for Heyman and have it in writing. Now, is that a backup plan? Now, I was thinking, could that be, let's say, for instance, if Punk, if that stipulation, you know, the stipulation is now going to take place during the match, he granted him that wish, whether Punk wins or loses, 
let's say Vince tells Heyman, okay, you got to do something for me. You represent CM Punk, he's got to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Is that a, I'm thinking that might be a backup plan to how they introduce Undertaker to television if he's agreed to do WrestleMania this year, or if it's something that they just threw out there so that it could eventually be used further down the line, even past WrestleMania, for something with CM Punk. Um, I don't know. There's that. There, there, there's that theory, and then there's, of course, like you said, that you know, possibly making it a triple threat match if if something screwy happens. The one thing I don't want with this stipulation taking place is that they put the stipulation in place, and they don't end up. I wouldn't say don't end up using it, but it, it doesn't really matter in the end, anyways. You know what I mean? Like if you remember at WrestleMania last year. Punk and Jericho was a straight-up one-on-one match, but before Punk went out the curtain, they did they they had a, a a skit backstage with him and Laurinaitis, and Laurinaitis just on the spot said, "If you get yourself disqualified, Jericho's awarded the title." And they kind of teased it a little bit during the match. I don't know if you remember. Um, Punk grabbed the chair, and Jericho was trying to egg him on and say, "Come on, hit me." Your father's an alcoholic. Your sister's a drug addict. Your mother's a whore. You know what I mean? Like, he was trying to egg him on, and, you know, Punk knew he was going to lose the title if he got disqualified, but there was just those little hints at that possibly taking place, that Punk was going to, you know, break that stipulation. Um, I just don't want that stipulation. Just I, I have a feeling that that stipulation was just put into place to get more people to possibly watch the pay-per-view with, like, a last-minute hook and – Nothing's really going to come about it, and that's just the feeling I have. I just hope that's not the case at all, that if they're going to use this stipulation, that it's got to be involved somehow in the finish of tonight's match. I would agree with you, and who knows with the the conversation that happened. I mean, do we see, is that the way that they, uh, you know, get uh, Lesnar and Triple H in the ring again? Is, Is that, you know... Your boy uh, Lesnar has to fight my my uh, son-in-law. Um, you know who knows, but you're right. I mean, I don't want to see just uh, hey, we we threw this uh, stipulation out and it doesn't uh, you know it doesn't come to pass. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But uh, you know, I, I feel like it's going to be something. Or do we see the Shield come down and potentially beat the hell out of CM Punk? Uh, to try and at least prompt a, a disqualification. Uh, who knows? Why don't we go back out to the phones right now? Because we got Mr. Trivia on the line. Mr. Trivia, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here, guys. How you doing? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. All getting getting ready for the chamber tonight. Got my adult beverage. We're all set to go. Um, I see Tony echoed my words for the winner for tonight's. Uh, Illumination Chamber. I'm I'm going with Mark Henry myself. And uh, as far as the I heard you mention in the streak there, Ken. Uh, you know, Kane is definitely a good, uh, very very strong possibility on it. And uh, but I I don't think it's going to end. I really don't think that they're going to want the Undertaker to go out that way. I tend to agree. I, I just think it's so special. And 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 I know I, I keep saying it, but I just keep thinking that that. That day when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, like that video package is just going to be amazing. The, 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 oh. the video package for the Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame is going to involve a montage of, you know, his undefeated streak at WrestleMania, and that's that's kind of what what I want to see. But 
You know, I mean, stranger things have happened in professional wrestling. Uh, what are you looking forward to most in tonight's pay-per-view? What I'm looking forward to tonight is uh, I'm looking to see the six-man match because I believe the Shield is due for a serious beatdown. And, I mean, even though John Cena is in the, in the six-man, he's got, you know, that's an awesome team, Cena, Ryback, and Sheamus. And um, I'm looking forward to that one. I mean, it's kind of, in my my opinion, I, I kind of think it's uh, the other matches are going to be good. I mean, they're really going to be real good matches. But I kind of think that they're leaning towards kind of uh, unpredictability, so to speak. Uh, with No, not unpredictability, more like predictability with The Rock and CM Punk because, you know, everybody wants to, I believe everybody wants to see Rock and John Cena again at WrestleMania. So, I mean... It would only make sense to have The Rock win the match. Unfortunately, I missed Raw Monday night, but I did hear about the disqualification stipulation. So I'm I'm picking The Rock to win tonight. Uh, I think uh, Del Rio's going to beat the big show, and then Ziggler will cash it in because, uh, you know, Dave's got me on the Dolph Ziggler bandwagon now, so that's a good thing. <laughs> there you and, go. And... Uh, and um, I think I I think that that's gonna that that's how that's gonna play out tonight. But one thing I wanted to bring up to you guys and get your opinion on it: uh, Do you possibly see Daniel Bryan and Kane, both of them, in the chamber tonight? Do we possibly see a split of the tag team champions tonight? Yes. <laughs> the simple answer: Yeah, I think if if not definitively tonight, uh, this is really where like the 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 split really begins. I I can almost see those guys really going at it tonight. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I think we'll see some some interaction leading towards you know um, what their plans are for the two of them. I don't know if their plans are for them to have a, a singles match against each other at WrestleMania, or if they're planning on you know having them defend the titles and then the split officially takes place at WrestleMania. But we're going to see some we see some tension between the two of them. You know, there there it's been you know building for the past few weeks. You know that you know the the about each guy's been getting involved in each other's elimination chamber, you know, qualifying matches, and they've been, you know, it seems like ever since they graduated from that stupid Dr. Shelby, you know, anger management school, that like, you know, just everything went south for that team, you know, as far as, like, the, 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 the unity. I mean, it, I think you'll see it tonight, and then I think in the next couple of weeks you'll see them lose the belts. Or the or or you'll you'll see them come close to losing the belt, and then they'll lose the belt at WrestleMania. But you're going to see something going on with Daniel Bryan and Kane, and you know, the, and that's going to determine what's going to take place with the two of them at WrestleMania. Here's here's a thought, just just being uh, thinking a little outside the box, and let's see what you guys think. Uh, what what if they do with with all the, the the stuff that's gone on between the two of them, and the whole like you know, I'm the tag team champion, I'm the tag team champion. What if what if the team blows up and they schedule a match at where they book the match at WrestleMania, but they're still tag champs, and the winner of the match is able to lay claim to the belts and then just has to get a new partner. I, I could see that taking place. That's been and so. The that winner of that match can actually definitively stand up in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania with both belts, yelling, "I'm the tag team champion." Yeah, I mean, I, I I I could see that happening. In fact, something similar to that that was done that was done before in uh, WCW in 1998. Um, 
Sting and the Giant, who is obviously we know him as the Big Show now, they were tag team champions. Um, were, yeah, they were tag team champions, and then the Giant ended up defecting to the NWO Black and White, and Sting ended up joining the NWO Red and Black Wolf Pack, and they had a match with the Great American Bass to determine you know, who were the rightful owners of the tag team championship. And I, I believe Sting won, but yeah, they picked, I could see something like that happen. I mean, we saw Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio who were WWE tag team champions wrestle each other at WrestleMania 21. But I mean, it wasn't for, you know, ownership of the titles. It was just out of pure competition. So I could see that possibly. That would be a pretty cool stipulation. Um, I just wonder who would, um, who, who would get the better end of that as far as like, you know, I mean, depending on, obviously, who wins, but, like, who would be the one to get the push out of that? Like, would Daniel Bryan end up losing, but still, would they would they move him on to bigger and better things, or would they have Kane tag with somebody else? I mean, I, I don't know, but it would be interesting to see. I'll say that much. Mr. Trivia, as always, thank you yeah. for the call. Thank you for contributing. Yeah, and, was- guys, once, and once again, congratulations on your radio spot, 1640. Mr. Trivia will definitely be listening to it. And guys, Excellent. enjoy the show tonight, and thanks for taking my call. You too, appreciate it, Tazy. Right. Let's let's stick with the phones because uh, we we got like a, uh, you know, now we start this thread, and now like people are like, oh, they're not calling my my number, and uh, uh, people are on hold for a while, so we're gonna have more people boycotting the show. Well, let's go out to the phones. We got Dank on the line. Dank, how you doing? Hey guys, how you guys doing? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Um. Well, two things, but one of them, you all saw my thunder on it because um, I was thinking a triple threat match at WrestleMania between Punk, Rock, and Cena. A lot of people saw your thunder about that months ago, pal, but keep going. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, I'm thinking in the sense of maybe not a double DQ, but maybe more of a like, um, double KO. Both of them get counted out to 10. And then Punk's going to go on his little tirade because he says he got gypped, yada, 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 and start breaking everybody's balls until somebody says, fine, we'll put you in the match with Rock and Cena at WrestleMania, making a triple threat match for the belt. That's that's how I see it. That's what I think is going to happen. Second point was with the whole taker thing. Here's a scenario, and this may be very far-fetched, but WWE has been known to do things kind of far-fetched when it comes to Taker at times. You're telling me next year, WrestleMania 30 is going to be in New Orleans, and there's already talks of possibly Taker retiring in the city that's known for the afterlife, for voodoo, and for strange happenings. So what if Taker takes on, insert name here, and in the middle of the match, everything goes dark, the big gong goes off, his, the, the, the Taker, whatever you want to call it, like steam or mist comes on, and Taker just vanishes. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. He just vanishes. Would he, so, I mean, if he vanishes, would he technically be counted out? Well, nobody knows because no, if, if you can't find him, you can't really count him out. He just disappears in New Orleans. Nobody knows what happens. Don't be, to him. Re- 
You know how many wrestling fans would riot that city would look worse after Chapel Apple and Katrina? Are you kidding me? This is wrestling. The people go crazy. They want to see a definitive finish. Like, oh my god. So if it was for the street, a tie, a tie is still, a tie is still not undefeated, right? Angel, Jesus, disappear. It's it's not you know it's funny because it's I could see Taker doing that if it wasn't WrestleMania. Um, it's just that'd be a tough way for like that last match of the streak to go. But you know who knows? Maybe he wrestles like after WrestleMania and that's how he goes out. Just didn't he didn't he ascend once? Wasn't there there like years ago? He had a casket match with Yoko Suno. We got locked in a casket with like ten, like ten guys put him in a casket, and then the lights went off and there was like green like murky smoke coming out of the casket and then they they showed a picture of him inside the casket on the titantron and he talked for like 10 minutes about how he's not going to die and then he came up through the top of the video screen and then like ascended to the ceiling you didn't see him till like SummerSlam later that year where he fought the fake undertaker so yeah so he has been known to levitate <laughs> yeah I, I, I honestly think when you mentioned that, you said, you know, New Orleans and Voodoo, I thought you were going to say he was going to wrestle Papa Shango and have him at the street. Like, mm. <laughs> Although, um, like, I mean, I do like where you're going. I mean, I don't think they'll have him disappear, but uh, if they do something with the Voodoo and death and theme and everything uh, for New Orleans, uh, you know, I, I would like that whole vibe going into 30. But, uh, um, yeah, I got to tell you, Dank, uh little far-fetched. I don't think we'll see him disappear, but uh, I like where your head is at. I like the creativity aspect of things. Um, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that, dude. You're, you, you, you're, you're thinking, you know, you're using your head, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, save that, save that for a Vegas show or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking forward to tonight most? As far as the um, Actually, the Elimination Chamber. I haven't seen one in a long while. Um, looks like a pretty good... Um, cast, if you want to put it that way, of uh, wrestlers. Um, I'd like to see Jericho win it. Um, I think it's going to come down to Jericho versus Mark Henry, last two, and Jericho's going to find a way to win. Interesting. Um, I think Daniel Bryan and Kane are going to find a way to eliminate each other by getting on each other's nerves. You know, the typical hell no that's been overplayed. Um... I think Orton is going to do what Orton does, and he's going to be a good, solid wrestler. He's going to give a good, solid show, but ultimately I think Jericho's going to come out on top. Cool. Solid, solid prediction there. That's good. You, you saved yourself there uh, off of the uh, disappearing. <laughs> hey, they can't all be winners every week, right? There's going to be that one once in a while that's kind of like, what is he on tonight? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dank, for the call. We'll talk to you next week. Yep, you definitely will. All right, cool. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Bye. Stay uh, away from the Chris solid, Angel. Solid prediction. Show, right? I don't know about that disappearing act, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he I, was there. Was there a Chris Angel marathon or something he was watching before he called <laughs> in? Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I mean, in, in Dank's defense, if not for the streak, I I could honestly see. Taker going out like that in, in a match. I, I I honestly could. I could see, but it would have to be on like a lesser pay-per-view or even a Raw where he decides, you know, I'm just going to be done and 
he just vanishes, and that's it. Um, but as you know, it's funny because he's done so many. He's he's levitated. He's he's shot lightning. I mean, this guy's got. I mean, aside from being great in the ring, I mean, this guy's got some serious powers. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he could just disappear. Um, however, I don't I don't know if he would do that on a, a stage such as WrestleMania. So. Uh, you know, we're going to take one more call, and then we're going to hit the break. We'll hit the break a little late today, because we got Justin on the line. Justin, are you there? Hi, Ken. How you doing, buddy? Very good, sir. What do you got for us this week? Tell us, what do you think of the wonderful world of professional wrestling? Uh, I think it's going to be John Cena for the WWE title against CM Punk. Yeah, you think that at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. The Illusion Chamber. So what do you think is going to happen with, with The Rock? Well, he's, he's, John Cena will beat him up for good. For good, and that's it for him? Yeah. Well, there you go. Why not? Well, you got tonight you got in the Elimination Chamber, you got uh, you know Jericho, Mark Henry, Orton, Kane, Daniel Bryan. Uh, who do you think is going to win that match? It's going to be Chris Jericho. Jericho. Awesome. We got a lot of a lot of picks uh for Chris Jericho this evening, winning the Elimination Chamber, going on to WrestleMania. And since since we got you and you're giving us some uh predictions here, we got a so that means Jericho will be going on to WrestleMania to face the world heavyweight champion, uh, which could be the winner between Alberto Del Rio and Big Show. Who do you think's gonna win that match? Uh the Big Show. Big Show's gonna be the world heavyweight champ? Oh yeah. He's tough. He is tough. I, I like where your head is at this week, Justin. It was good, good, solid predictions you're giving us. Oh, thank you. All right, Justin. Well, thanks a lot for the phone call. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Take it easy. Thanks a lot for giving us a call, and thanks for supporting us. Oh, and tell Dave he, he's a he's a great fan. So Dave's on the line. You can tell him. You know what, Dave? You love Scooby-Doo, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and you all love Scooby-Doo. You know what? And we're going to go off the track a little bit here because I've known Justin for a while. And before we let you go, I, I think it's important because there's a lot of people out there that are listening to the show, and this is not wrestling related, but you do a killer shaggy impression from Scooby-Doo. So can you just give us like a line, uh, like something that Shaggy would say just for all listeners to hear how great an impression you do of Shaggy? Okay. Why are you going, Scoob? Why get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> can you say something like, uh, I'd love to have some Scooby snacks? Like, I like a Scooby snack, Scoob. Okay. How's <laughs> that? That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving us a call. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Ken. Thanks. <laughs> I think it sounds just like him. <laughs> How am I going to do the news? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I love setting up the news. So I just like have like the weirdest call like beforehand, and like, all right, Dave, now do the news. Yeah, yeah, just make my job more difficult. Thanks. <laughs> so we got, so keep the phone calls coming. We got some some killer predictions coming in three four seven eight three eight nine eight one five. You know, talking all about wrestling. We're on the road to WrestleMania. You want to talk WrestleMania? You want to talk Undertaker? You want to talk Streak? You want to talk Elimination Chamber? 
World Heavyweight Championship, WWE Championship. Give us a call, 347-838-9815. But here we're going to give it to you right now. You only get it here. We're going to give you the Dave 5 News Report. Thank you very much, Ken. This is the Dave 5 News Report, just like Ken said, only heard here on the Ken Reedy Show. My first story this week concerning rumors over the past few months circulated of a the Generation X Hall of Fame induction into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Now, those plans seem to have changed. Some of the WWE say Vince McMahon was the one behind the idea and was pushing for the induction. However, Triple H, who put the deal together between Bruno San Martino and the WWE for his induction to the Hall of Fame, has quote-unquote put the proverbial kibosh to that, wanting to be inducted on his own first, then being inducted with the rest of the members of D-Generation X in the future. I also reported last week that TNA and Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, were parting ways so that TNA could take impact on the road to tape television starting March 14th from the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois. However, they still have three more days left to tape special one-night-only pay-per-view spectaculars at the end, at, at, excuse me, excuse me, I'm losing my mind. See, that's what that phone call just did to me. <laughs> three days after TNA will tape TV, they'll be taping three one-night-only specials, March 17th, 18th, and 19th. Excuse me, I screwed that up again. They're going to be taping two specials each paper each day, so there will be six shows taped in three days. Still no information regarding the themes of these special pay-per-view events, but we've heard stuff about X-Division, special X-Division pay-per-views, hardcore pay-per-views, stuff like that. All right, let me get back on track here. <laughs> Our third story, Take-Two, who recently purchased the WWE video game license from a bankrupt THQ, has said they will retain the THQ employees who worked on the WWE games, according to GMA News. Take-Two has not released a statement on if they plan to work with the WWE in the future. Former WCW superstar Diamond Dallas Page released a video this week on YouTube that shows himself and Jake the Snake Roberts contacting former WWE legend Scott Hall and asking him to move into Page's home in Atlanta to take part in, in this sobriety program that he has formed over the past few months with Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm dying, and I don't want to die, Hall tells them by phone. Jake Roberts was shown pleading with Hall to join them, to which Hall then accepted and agreed to partake in. Hall is expected to arrive in Atlanta, where DDP is located on Monday morning. And our fifth and final story this week, a story that seems to be pretty consistent from the end of 2012 into 2013. K-Faith Commentaries released a trailer for a shoot interview with 2011 WWE Hall of Fame inductee Tammy Sonny Sitch. The video that was released for the, the trailer for the shoot interview has Tammy explaining the recent arrest that took place in Connecticut. On further note, she's still in jail. There's your news for this week. <laughs> Ken, back to you. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Thanks a lot for the news. Remember, give us a call, 347-838-9815. Be sure to visit our website. You know, as we said last week, we announced it. We said it earlier uh, in this show. 
Come March, we're going to be doing our Sunday shows each and every week, just like we've been doing from 6 to 8 o'clock, but we'll be adding Tuesday evenings. That'll be on the internet, as well as on 1640 Ironbound Radio, coming out of Newark, New Jersey. So we'll be hitting the airwaves come March. Be sure to check us out. We go to Tuesdays as well as Sundays. And if you are interested in sponsorship opportunities, you want to get in on the ground floor with us, because we're, we're growing. I mean, we're growing. Uh, go check out the website, thekenreedyshow.com, because uh, we'll work with you. We'll come up with a package that'll work for you. But, uh, you know, the show right now, we're averaging uh, well over 4,000 listens per month, and that's four shows a month, so that's, uh, you know, over 1,000 listens per show. So if you're looking for something to get advertised, uh, you know, Ears will be hearing it, so uh, we got packages that'll work for you. So uh, go over to the website, contact us, and we'll be sure to get back to you uh, with something that we can fit into your budget. Uh, back to the wrestling talk, interesting stuff, and I love social media. I really do. I think social media and the internet is such a cool thing that exists nowadays. The fact that you can, uh, you know, tweet and and Facebook and talk to people. You know, even with this show, being able to be on the internet, and then, you know, one show we had someone from the UK call and interacting with uh, people on Facebook and Twitter, and love the Twitter, and CM Punk, CM Punk tweeted a couple hours ago, quote, heavy barbell curls do not help you breathe, hashtag elimination chamber, hashtag try and keep up, so... CM Punk throwing out some barbs there, directed, I'm only assuming, at The Rock. And, and uh, we've talked about it on the show, and it's been uh, talked about all over that uh, since The Rock has come back, both last year at WrestleMania and his uh, match against CM Punk, that at times he looked a bit gassed. Um, so I guess uh, CM Punk deciding he's going to poke fun at that uh, going into the Elimination Chamber. So a little more juice. Uh, surrounding that matchup uh, should be a good matchup. Looking forward to it. But one match we have not talked about uh, really a lot is uh, we have a big tag match, uh, monster tag match with uh, you know uh, the, the the good guys and the bad guys. We got the Shield and uh, we got John Cena, uh, Ryback, and Sheamus teaming up. Uh, interesting match on paper. Um, what I find interesting is that you have your number one contender for the WWE title. Uh, you did tear him down a lot of last year, and uh, it seems like they've been uh, building up John Cena again uh, coming into 2013. Um, but you have a new faction who, you know, could use a win in in this sort of scenario. I think that I don't think the Shield's run is over. Uh, we should have the the Shield at least for a little while uh, longer. So I. You know, you kind of want to continue to build them up. So you wonder, where is this match going to go? And again, like I always say, when you're asking the question, I don't know what they're going to do that's good for professional wrestling. Um, should be a good match. Should be an interesting match. But, uh, you know, I can't tell you. I, I can make the case for, for either side winning and, and why they should win. Out-of-the-box thinking, which I'm going to put it out there, doubt it would happen. It would be such a cool NWO-type moment that John Cena turns heel and he was actually the leader of, of the Shield all the time and goes into WrestleMania after the title as the, 
the number one heel in the company. But in saying that, as much as I would love to see it happen, I would not bet even a dollar on that occurring tonight. Um, so I don't know where they go with this match. Dave, what are your thoughts on this tag match? Well, there's really only one person that we know has direction heading towards WrestleMania, and that's John Cena. Uh, we don't know where Sheamus and Ryback fit into the equation. We certainly don't know where the Shield fits into the equation. Um, I was just, I, I, we talked about the pre-show meeting, but a little comparison here. Um, in 2001, Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble, and it was very similar then and even, you know, this past year when Cena won the Royal Rumble. Everyone kind of knew where they were going, you know, was, at least the, the Internet wrestling community did. Uh, you know, everyone knew that Austin was going to face Rock, and everyone this year knows that Cena's going to face The Rock. Um, that's what seems to be the plan. Unless they change something up at the last minute tonight, that seems to be what they're going to go with. Um, and often in the middle of that, you know, road to WrestleMania, he had a three stages of hell match with Triple H, which was an awesome match, and he lost. And he didn't lose any steam heading into that WrestleMania going up against The Rock. If anything, he was more popular. So if Cena's team were to lose, and, I mean, it's a big win for the Shield, and, but, but Cena's got that guaranteed title shot at WrestleMania against The Rock, so it really doesn't, you know, take away from the fact that, He's, uh, you know, that, that, you know, heading into that title match that he lost a six-man tag with two other guys. It might hurt Ryback or Sheamus going into WrestleMania, but I think the Shield needs to win personally. I think that they are, you know, they had a great showing in their one sanctioned match at the TLC pay-per-view, and the, it seems like to me that they're trying to make the Shield so special that they don't want to overexpose them too much. But having them in a regular six-man tag to me, especially when they've been playing the quote-unquote numbers game, um, you know, that seems to have been their gimmick for, you know, since they've been around, that it would be fitting that they put the six of them in the Elimination Chamber match. Maybe they'll add it at the last minute tonight. I don't know. I heard they were going to add it on Monday night, but they decided not to. They've been back and forth about that. So they've already got six matches on the card. And, you know, having another chamber match kind of takes up time. Um, but I'd like to see the Shield Shield win because I don't think it's going to do anything to John Cena heading into WrestleMania against The Rock. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think that, that the, um, you know, the Shield desperately – I shouldn't desperately, but, yeah, it would do uh, wonders for them to, to win this match. Um, I'm curious your, your thoughts there. Who who do you like? We're talking John Cena, and yeah, I don't think you know he's John Cena, and you know people will say what they want, but you know I don't think he necessarily loses steam losing this match. But um, who takes the pin in this match in that scenario? Um, Ryback's taken so many of them with with you know, or taking so many you know defeats at the hands of the Shield with, you know, that he shouldn't be the one to take it. Anybody, it's Seamus. He can kind of recover from it. I mean, that, that's the only person I think of. Or unless you have Cena take the pinfall. You know, one of those two. But I think Seamus would be the choice if they were to go to, you know, giving the, uh, the, 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 the win to the Shield. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that's the one that makes most sense. And you bring up a good point. I mean, you know, John Cena is the only one right now that has a, a, a plan so to speak, for WrestleMania. Uh, there's direction in that character for WrestleMania. Um, in a match such as this, yeah, I mean, Sheamus, it's uh, it's fairly inconsequential. And uh, 
Look, I mean, Sheamus is is over. He's popular. Uh, you know, he can recover. Uh, as as much of a of a monster as as Ryback is, um, you know, they're still building him. Uh, they're still building him up. So uh, you know, he's he's still a relative newcomer. So uh, yeah, I don't think you want to see uh, him take the pin. So I, I would go with uh, Sheamus. It, it's interesting though because there, there's part of me that like I I think that's the right move, so to speak, but if if I was if I was a betting man on this match, I just I have that feeling that you're going to see uh, you know Team Cena come out victorious tonight. Um, as much as I think it, it should be the Shield, uh, I don't know. I just think Team Cena is going to wind up winning. What, what are your thoughts as far as uh, what should happen and, and who you're you're picking uh, would win the match? What should happen? I think the Shield should win. Um, who I think going to win? I think it will be Cena's team. Honestly, they've been they've been they've been hyping it up that you know justice will finally be served. I don't know if this means that if these guys lose that they end the Shield gimmick and the three guys go their separate ways, or maybe if they. I look at it like this: if you want the Shield a part of WrestleMania and you have them lose tonight and then put them in another match against three other guys, it 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 it, it totally loses steam on their gimmick, so to speak. So I would have them win. And then have maybe Sheamus captain a team with like Randy Orton and maybe Del Rio. If Del Rio loses the title tonight somehow, or if the Shield attacks Del Rio tonight, setting up his involvement maybe next month. And you have the six of them go at it in like a no DQ match at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? But if you have them lose tonight, and then you think about putting them on the card for WrestleMania against three other guys, like it just wouldn't make sense. It would be like. Why would you want to see these three guys beat the crap out of the Shield when they just got beat by three of the biggest names in the company? I just, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's funny that we're both kind of saying the same thing. Uh, the Shield should win, but we think Team Cena's uh, going to win. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's the whole thing. I mean, what you know trying to formulate my thoughts here like i mean where where do they go with the shield i mean it's that's the thing that's amazing about pro wrestling especially the wwe i mean you get you got raw you got smackdown you know those two shows that you know that that will facilitate storylines more or less i mean we we have main event we have a saturday morning show saturday morning slam um but they're not going to have major things happen on those shows so really we're looking at the two shows where where storylines um, happen and, and you know facilitate and, and and move forward and some weeks you have a pay per view so where storylines will continue to move and grow and and things will happen and uh, so you know certain weeks I mean you're looking at you know 52 weeks a year so 52 weeks a year you have a minimum of five hours of programming per week uh, throw a pay per view in so some weeks you have eight hours. Of stuff, so it's amazing how quickly things in wrestling in the WWE can turn over, and something can go from new and fresh and exciting and wow to boring, old. Where are they going with this? And like to me, the Shield right now. I'm not going to say they're boring. I still like them. I still really want to see what Dean Ambrose can do, and I find myself getting even curious, like. What what's Dean going to do post-Shield? Um, you know, I like what I'm seeing out of the guys. However, 
it is kind of thing. All right, you know, we we've seen them in in one sanctioned match. They're going to have their second sanctioned match. You know, they continue. You know, now you've had um, Cena, Ryback, and and Sheamus kind of mock the whole, hey, we're coming out of the crowd thing. So the coming out of the crowd thing is like, all right, yeah, we get it. You you know, you, you you're a renegade group, so uh, you know, you're coming out of the crowd. But but you have music, so how renegade can you be? Because They've composed music for you. So, like, that starts to get a, a little, you know, old. Like, all right, we get it. You're coming out of the crowd. You're a renegade group. And it is getting to that point now. All right, you're, you're against injustice. Uh, you have the, the numbers game. But where are you going to go with this now? Like, what what is the ultimate direction of, of this group? Like, you know, when you compare renegade groups and you look back on, on renegade groups and stuff, like the NWO back in the day, what what was their end game? They wanted to take over WCW. That was that was out. That's what they wanted to do. The Shield has this vague, you know, we just want to fight injustice. And they, they've named now the, the John Cena problem uh, that they, they need to fix. But where is this group going? Like, what exactly are, are they going to... To do what? What is that like? What is the injustice? The ultimate injustice that they need to vanquish. When? When will the shield be satisfied? When will like justice be served definitively by this group? And I, it, it is kind of a tenuous place this group is at right now. Um, and that's what I think is amazing how quickly a group can go from new and fresh to starting to think. All right, where exactly are they going to go? And I agree. I think that the the best case scenario for this group is for them to be standing victorious uh, at the end of this match. Uh, But it's funny because I don't think it's going to happen. And then I find myself thinking, well, where does this group go then? I mean, do they split the group up this early? I don't think that's necessarily the right move. Um, You know, I know they keep saying there's not, but do we find that there's a a secret leader somewhere? I don't know. I mean, I mean, Dave. Like, I mean, your thoughts on the Shield? If if we both think we're in agreement right now, the Shield, we think the Shield's going to lose tonight. Um, where does this group go after that? I mean, they, they they're a renegade group. The establishment band together and kicks their ass. Where does the Shield go after that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I really don't. Because they, they like, you, all, you brought up all the points. There's no point in me repeating them. Where's the end game for them? Where's the, where's the, where's the, 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 the payoff? You know, what direction are they going in? You know, they've been doing kind of the same thing. They plan on adding more people. Is there somewhat of a higher power or somebody that's, you know, of that, of that kind that's, you know, directing them, leading them to this, you know, they they're basically hired guns like, you know, like from like they were hired by Paul Heyman and CM Punk or at least that's what it was revealed to be. The only thing I could think of like if they were to lose tonight, here all right, here's here's a couple scenarios going back to the Undertaker thing. If Undertaker don't work WrestleMania this year, okay? And they go with the Shield losing. And then let's say Punk loses tonight. And then he blames Paul Heyman, okay? He blames Paul Heyman for for putting this stipulation and costing him the belt. Then he's going to go after Heyman, and let's say Heyman 
has the shield as like his backup or whatever, and the shield takes out CM Punk. You have a semi-babyface turn just for a small period of time for CM Punk, and let's say you have the shield at WrestleMania against CM Punk and two partners of his choice. And he can't find anybody in the locker room to team with him because he's basically burned and screwed everybody over to keep that belt for the 400 and something days that he had it to begin with. So you can, find, you can go for weeks with him not finding a partner until somebody decides to step in and be like, okay, uh, you know, somebody who's had beef with the Shield, let's say just for argument's sake, Randy Orton. We haven't seen them go after Randy Orton in a while. Maybe this is how you introduce Randy Orton. Randy Orton can come back and, 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 and team with CM Punk. Even though they don't like each other, they got a common goal, take out the Shield. Punk can even maybe admit saying, I didn't hire the Shield. I didn't even know Heyman hired the Shield. You know, you could see there's that I could see that happening as a possibility if 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 they don't have anything for punk. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that would work. It's just it's weird like that. You're again, like I, I'm fascinated. That, and that's why I love pro wrestling. But it's fascinating how something can go like from new and fresh to, to old. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what exactly um, they do, because both of us right here are saying and we're expecting the Shield to lose tonight. And uh, for a new young faction, uh, where does that go? And, uh, you know, do we change it up going forward? I mean, do we see more of, I mean, we, we've seen the payoff, but do we uh, do we see more of Heyman with the Shield and being kind of the, a leader? Do we, do we see a, a stable again? Do we see Punk kind of turning face a bit and Heyman stable is uh, Lesnar and the Shield? You know, who knows? Who knows where they're going to go with it? But uh, it is like a, a, a an interesting spot that this group is in right now because, uh, to me, a, a loss uh, really kind of hurts the group. And unless they do so, like, I think that works, what you're saying. And I could actually, as you were saying it, you know, I could I could picture, it's just a perfect Randy Orton moment. You know, I just picture them in the locker room and, you know, I don't like you. I've never liked you. But we have a common enemy. You know, just it just like, you know, it just writes itself right there, and and you could do something like that. Um, the other interesting thing that I'm just thinking out of the out of the box a little bit. I mean, what if we just, you know, what if Taker is unable to come back, um, but as as a as a storyline, they they had the Shield took him out, and the Shield is the one that that uh prevents the ultimate prevents uh, taker from from taking his rightful spot at, at WrestleMania um you know they do something like that just to kind of uh, give this team some juice i i don't know i mean that, right now we're just like spitballing but uh, uh it should be an interesting match i'm looking forward to the match cuz i think that you know it'll be hard hitting um I, I think it's a match that uh all all combatants i think it, it'll fit their style it's just going to be kind of a hard hitting brawl uh it's a match you don't need there to be uh, technically sound guys, and you really don't have uh, a lot of technicians uh, necessarily in that ring. So uh, I, I think the match will just be a hard-hitting, uh, you know, maybe a couple guys going through announce tables and just be kind of a, a good hard-hitting fight. Uh, so I think the match will wind up being a very entertaining match. Uh, just very interesting to see uh, what the outcome will be. And we'd like to hear from you. What do you think? Three four seven eight three eight nine eight one five. We're on an Elimination Chamber Sunday. And it being an Elimination Chamber Sunday, well, for God's sakes, let's talk Elimination Chamber. We got that match, which is going to uh, impact, obviously, the winner of the Del Rio Big Show match. Uh, 
And uh, you know, we talked that in our pre-show meeting. Um, to me, I'm gonna—I'll say it tonight. My prediction tonight is the night we do see Dolph Ziggler cash in. Uh, Del Rio wins, but sometimes somehow he, he gets hit with the WMD. He's unconscious. Ziggler comes down, cashes in. Ziggler's going to WrestleMania uh, with the World Heavyweight Title. That's how I think that match plays itself out. Your thoughts on Del Rio and the Big Show? I think Del Rio wins. Um, they, his babyface push has been working, and, they, and Big Show doesn't lose anything from it because of all the good stuff he's done um, in the past, uh, you know, several months. Um, Big Show's still seen as a threat, as a monster, regardless of what happens to him. So I think Del Rio, I mean, the, the, the story here is that Big, Del Rio's never pinned the Big Show. Well, you know, tonight he has to. Uh, tonight, I think, in my opinion, he has to pin the Big Show or find a way to pin the Big Show. Um, it's a regular, straight-up wrestling match, so we should see, uh, without all the gimmicks aside, um, we should see what these two are really made of in just a straight-up one-on-one match. So, um, but I think Del Rio wins it. Um, I'm not so sure about the whole cash-in theory. I mean, I think it's going to happen, but. Uh, we thought it's going to happen a whole bunch of other times, and it doesn't. I just don't want to be disappointed. I mean, it's possible to see it, but I also think it's possible, too, that Ziggler steals somebody's spot in the chamber by attacking them and getting in somehow there. We can discuss that match you know, later or whatever, but I'm going with Del Rio for the win. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, I do think Del Rio is going to wind up winning. He'll get the pin. But, I, you know, I've steered clear of actually predicting and saying it's going to happen. So this is like, I'm, I'm going to say this is, tonight's the night Ziggler uh, cashes in. Uh, it's interesting you kind of touched on it. And I, I don't think we can, you know, begin to really give justice to uh, Big Show's performance as of late. And, and good for him. A guy who's been in the business for a long time. And, you know, he's a big guy. Obviously. I mean, one of the biggest ever. Um, but I've been really impressed. He's not just that. And, again, being snowed in watching WrestleMania, and, and, again, things like in wrestling in the WWE, they turn over so quickly. And I had kind of forgotten the whole big show, goofball, uh, choking at WrestleMania thing with, with Cody Rhodes. And here's a guy who does this babyface run into WrestleMania, has his WrestleMania moment. When you're looking at the past year or so in Big Show's career, you know, wins the IC title, has his WrestleMania moment, then the ironclad contract with John Laronitis. You know, we talked here on the show, a program we were not looking forward to, Sheamus and Big Show, wound up being a very entertaining program. Um, Big Show's promo the other night to start uh, SmackDown. Um I am just loving everything I'm seeing at a Big Show. I think Big Show has done a tremendous job over the past year as far as his character, uh, mostly as a heel, but as well as a face early on uh, last year around WrestleMania. Um, Everything he's done has been so impressive, and he's still, I mean, I think you bring up an excellent point. He can lose and still be a monster. He's established himself in such a way that, you know, he is still a monster, and he still has done things over this heel run that are funny at times, but he's still able to maintain this this monster persona. Um, he's been cutting some real good promos. I, I just, I, I'm enjoying everything I'm seeing out of him, and even the uh, last week when they, uh, when Del Rio, or whoever put, uh, 
uh, Big Show's bus up on blocks. And when Big Show came out and said, you know, he's all mad and angry and everything. It's like I can't. And then he goes, how is that even possible? I started cracking up. I thought that was like the funniest line and just the way he delivered it um, was just great. And he's making this program work. And as much as and we've talked about The Miz to a certain extent and how his, his face turn has not been as successful as Del Rio's face turn, I think a lot of credit for Del Rio being really embraced as a face is how great the heel work has been out of Big Show. I mean, Big Show's heel work has just been very good. They've worked very well off each other. The uh, the um, last man standing matches just were great. The uh, getting hit with the WMD and then throwing his legs outside the ring. It's just been a good program. And, I, again, just very impressed with everything that Big Show has done. And not a match on paper that I would have said, you know, a month ago. I would be looking forward to seeing these two going at it. But... I actually am very much looking forward to this match, looking forward to what they're going to do. And, you know, bringing up that pin, you're right. They're not bringing that up by accident. Uh, you know, saying that Del Rio can't pin Big Show. Um, I expect to see a pin in some way, shape, or form, but th- there's been such creativity in this program. I'm kind of curious how exactly they're they're going to pull off this pin. I, I, I feel like something out of the ordinary has got to happen uh, in this match, and uh, like I said, I do think that we're going to get a cash in at the end. But I'm looking forward to a very entertaining match between these two guys, Dave. Yeah, I, I definitely am. I mean, here's here's something that's interesting too. You know, you just mentioned the cash in. You know, if they want to go with the plan with Dolph Ziggler cashing in, you know, they say you can cash in that money in the bank at any time, any place. What if for some reason Ziggler cashes in on Del Rio? during the actual match he has with Big Show. And then Big Show can lay claim to, well, I didn't, I didn't lose. I, he never pinned me. You know, and maybe, maybe, maybe you set up something with Big Show further down the line, or, or maybe Big Show goes on a rampage, at, you know, in the locker room and, you know, on Raw and SmackDown, and that time maybe you set up him and Ryback, or, you know, maybe him and Sheamus again. I mean, they had some great matches. Why not have it again at WrestleMania? I mean, I don't know. Um, that's that, 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 you know, when you brought the thing with the cash in, I just thought to myself, oh, wow, maybe that could work. Because that's never been done before. They've always done it, like, after a match or when somebody's been beaten up. But, like, never during an actual match have they cashed in the uh, money in the bank, which I think would be pretty interesting. That, that would, I mean, you, know, you could pull off a scenario where, you know, he, he lands a WMD and, uh, you know, Biggie Langston does something, uh, you know, knocking Big Show out of the ring, and, uh, you know, ref doesn't see it, and Ziggler slides in and gets the, the pin, something like that, which, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. And uh, that would lay a lot of, uh, I mean, we were talking about the WWE title and there being, uh, you know, some question marks surrounding who's, uh, you know, rightfully has their claim to the title. I mean, that would add uh, a lot of drama around the uh, world heavyweight title. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, that would be interesting, you know, Big Show getting ready to just, you know, go for the pin. And, you know, maybe he's being cocky and he's walking around the ring and, uh, you know, Ziggler kind of slides in. That would be cool. I would not necessarily be a, opposed to that. Um, the reason I'll say, the reason why I do think that uh, we're going to see a Ziggler cash in is, uh, you know, again, Elimination Chamber, that's it. And, and before I get to my prediction as far as who's going to win this match, 
I believe that, you know, every, you know, they do the hell in the cell, they do elimination, chamber, you know, it's always like, you know, the most demonic, demonic structure, this, that. I, I believe it with the elimination chamber. Uh, the elimination chamber is, is just one of those matches that, uh, I I just find more violent than Hell in a Cell. There have been some crazier stuff that's happened in Hell in a Cell, and there's more history and folklore, if you will, surrounding Hell in a Cell. But as far as the the quote unforgiving structure and uh, you know the risk for injury and and all that other great great stuff that we love about professional wrestling. Uh, for me, it's the Elimination Chamber. That that structure just, I, I mean, it, there are just many, many, many moments in a Elimination Chamber match that I'm I'm kind of cringing and thinking, wow, that hurt a lot. Um, between people going through plexiglass and uh, landing on, on the metal platform outside and then the chain link and, and everything involved in the Elimination Chamber, uh, you know, I, I just find it to be... Uh, the most violent structure, at least right now, in, in the WWE. And that match is generally very entertaining. And, and we like it because we always have uh, some people come over. And what we like to do, much like the Royal Rumble, is uh, we kind of throw money into a pot and everyone gets uh, one of the numbers as far as like who's going to be uh, released from uh, their chamber. So, uh, you know, that's fun also as far as uh, having uh, people over. Um but I really like the Elimination Chamber. I, I think it's a, kind of a, a demonic structure, if you will. And uh, going into this match tonight, uh, my pick, uh, and some people have brought it up tonight, but I, I'm I'm picking Jericho. I, I think we're going to see Jericho with the win, and uh, that's why I'm thinking we're going to have a cash-in, because I do think we're going to get a hell of a potentially card-stealing match at WrestleMania between Ziggler and Jericho, your thoughts on the Elimination Chamber match, Dave? I could see. I, I think I'm going along the same lines with you too. I could see Jericho winning. Um, if not Jericho, I could see Dolph Ziggler attacking Jericho before the match and stealing his spot in the chamber, like Edge did in 2009 at the uh, at the at the No Way Out pay per view when he attacked Kofi Kingston. And then winning the thing, and then having two title shots. Maybe they have him up against Del Rio, and they have Jericho doing something else. Or, or I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different possibilities. Um, you can go with it. Um, I could see Mark Henry winning it. Um, I don't see Jack Swagger winning it. I certainly don't see Daniel Bryan or Kane uh, winning it. And I don't think I, I, I really, they haven't really focused enough on Randy Orton for me to believe that he's got a chance at winning it. And that's saying something for a guy who was arguably the number two guy in the company for a long time, and now his stock has dropped tremendously. So um, I guess that's what you get for violating the wellness policy twice. Um, but um, I'm going to have to go. I, I'm going to have to go with the safe bet and go with Jericho to take this one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, you know, it's tough with Orton. I mean, you know, when you have, I mean, talented guy, but you know, when you're, you're you're kind of like, you know, relying on a guy. He's he's not that guy that you want to put in like a potential like number one contendership kind of spot. Um, I like, I mean, I like Orton a lot and I think he's tremendous, but uh, yeah, I can't see him winning. I mean, I guess I, you know, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, they brought back Mark Henry and, uh, you know, he's, he's 
you know, it, it, he's tremendous. I, I see a bunch of like real violent spots with him in the in the chamber, but ultimately uh, uh, somehow losing. Um, let's go to the Facebook though. We have uh, some predictions going on for uh, the Elimination Chamber uh, this year. Bob Scott says, if you don't watch it for free, you'll have paid too much. I don't know if that's a prediction, but uh, I guess he's not optimistic. I think it's going to be a solid pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to this being an entertaining uh, pay-per-view tonight. Uh, Mr. Trivia, Chamber winner Mark Henry. Steve Off, our friend Steve Off, uh, TNA gut check competitor, uh, wrestling next week for the BWO Championship. Um, Jericho to win the Chamber. Del Rio wins the world title match. Dolph cashes in, making it Jericho versus Dolph for the championship at WrestleMania 29. Rock wins, of course, to face Cena at WrestleMania. Snore, LOL. Scott Greenbound says, uh, Del Rio will retain. Rock will retain. Cesaro will retain. Team Cena wins. Mark Henry wins the chamber. Steve McMackey, all champions retain, except, <laughs> except maybe Miz to my chagrin. Mark Henry wins Chamber, Shield wins, and Sheamus takes the pin. That's all right. We said that Shield wins, Sheamus would be the one to take the pin. Uh, Mike Polarico, Brock Lesnar attacks CM Punk or Rock. That'll start a feud. Maybe at Mania we get Cena versus Rock versus Punk versus Brock. Wow. I don't know if I, I would be interesting. That might be tough, but... uh. Uh, you know, that's, you know, Brock Lesnar getting involved in some way, shape, or form uh, in that match. Uh, would be interesting, and you could start something potentially between CM Punk and uh, Heyman. Do we split up that union? Interesting, Lesnar getting involved in the title matchup. Frank Pintaro, why would they have Hell No in the match? There is zero chance either guy wins. Maybe Orton wins. His character needs something, been invisible for a long time. Interesting, and Frank is taking kind of the other side of things. You know, we're saying that there's no there's no juice surrounding Orton, um, so we don't think he's going to win. And, and Frank's saying, well, because of that, his character needs something, and maybe we see Orton win. Interesting take. Thank you all for uh, giving us your predictions on the Elimination Chamber. But you know, David, not you know, look, we we've been honest here, and we don't say that everything is. You know, we're we're critical when we think things are going to be critical. Um, Looking at this pay-per-view on paper, uh, you know, Diva match, eh, you know, whatever. Um, we're both big fans. Cesaro, does does Miz step up? You know, don't know. So that's a question mark. Could be a good match. Um, hoping that's a good match. Uh, like I said, I think the Shield uh, tag team match should be a good match. Uh, Elimination Chamber should be a good match. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Rock and CM Punk thing that should be a good match, and I think we're going to see uh, at least some storyline advancement going forward to WrestleMania. So I think it's got maybe not uh, off the chart, but I think this has got potential to be a real solid pay per view. Oh, I think it does too. I mean, last month's Royal Rumble was solid. A lot of people crap on it, especially especially the guy that tore apart his house and it, that video on YouTube, and he and he broke his couple of Blu-rays and then he took some stress out on his action figures or something. I don't know what the hell he did, but um, 
I mean, that was a solid show. That was an entertaining show. It was good. Yeah, people were upset that Cena won and Rock won, but it was good. It was it was entertaining. It, I mean, nobody saw Jericho coming, and that was a cool surprise. So, you know, I think it's going to be all around a good show. Um, the Diva match, I mean, I, I hopefully that's when the pizza delivery guy comes to my house so I can get up and go to the door and pay him and, you know, then come back and the match is over with. Hopefully it takes that long. Uh, I'll make sure I give them, like, all singles. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, I just think it's going to be a good match. I think you know, the show overall is going to be good. They always deliver a solid – there's never a stinker when it comes to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-views. With the exception of last year. Last year was kind of underwhelming because everyone knew about Rock and Cena, and so they just kind of threw that one away a little bit. But for the most part, those matches are pretty fun and exciting, and uh, I think the Chamber match is going to be – all around, I think it's going to be a damn good show. And um, by the end of the night, there should be a, uh, a clearer road to WrestleMania. Yeah, and, it's, and again, like, I mean, we talked about it early on in the show, but maybe maybe this is a good thing. I mean, yeah, last year you knew, uh, you know, Triple H, Undertaker, you knew Rock Cena, so maybe there's kind of a, you know, just looking past this pay-per-view. This year, WrestleMania is wide open. I mean, we don't know, so it kind of gives this pay-per-view a little more juice, and, and hopefully uh, the pay-per-view delivers, but I'm a... Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. I think it should be a lot of fun. But we've reached that point in our program. You know what time it is. The Ken Reedy Show. Nah, over the rule. This is the portion of our program where we talk about something in the world of professional wrestling. We looked at it, we watched it this week, and we thought, hey, that worked. That was good. And we just nod to ourselves, and we call that our nod of approval. Just looking at our Facebook thread, we got a Facebook chat going on during the show. Go to Facebook.com slash The Ken Reedy Show. KJ Len decided he wanted to put his nod of approval on the thread, and he said, Alberto Del Rio. I was not very excited about him winning the title, but he has made it interesting. I've been hooked into the Del Rio Big Show drama. So, KJ giving Del Rio the nod of approval. And along the lines, you guys, you know, you guys on the thread, you're on the Facebook, and you're doing the thread, and we have the thread on Monday nights. You guys keep calling the show and supporting us. And, you know, you guys were great last week. You know, congratulations and stuff going to AM. And, you know, when we do this show, you know, we couldn't do it without you guys supporting us. And uh, so we're going to get to the official wrestling nods in a second. But we want to give a special nod of approval out to all the fans that keep supporting us and keep this show going. And in an effort to really have a definitive uh, representation of our kooky group of fans that continue to call and support us, we want to create like a a collage or a montage or, or something, a representation. We don't know exactly what it's going to be yet. But on the website, we want pictures of each and every one of you so we could just have the the, the TKRS uh, cuckoo crew, whatever we're going to call it, but our, our group of loyal fans that keep calling in. So our producer is going to start putting it together. So if you go and email a picture of yourself, to Michelle at thekenreedyshow.com. That's Michelle at thekenreedyshow.com. Email us a picture of you, whether it's, a, you know, maybe you with a title belt or doing something wrestling-related or, a, 
you know, maybe sitting at your computer with uh, the Ken Reedy Show on the, the computer screen, something, just send send us a picture of yourself in, and we're going to create a, a nice fan uh, representation on our website. Again, that's Michelle at thekenreedyshow.com. Send it to her, and uh, she's our producer, and we're going to set that up for you because you guys make this show go. And so a special nod to our fans, but let's get right into the wrestling nods. Dave, who gets your nod this week? My nod this week goes to the match on Monday night between Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan. When it was announced, I was excited. I, I, I remember when Daniel Bryan's first match in the WWE was against Chris Jericho on the inaugural NXT program. Um, so, it, And that was a great match. Uh, probably one of the best television matches in the last decade. Um, and they had, a, they had an awesome match on Monday. They gave it time. And you could see little heel tendencies coming out of Daniel Bryan that you haven't seen recently because he's been a part of a comedy babyface tag team with Kane. So maybe they're maybe they're leaning towards turning Daniel Bryan heel at some point. But his match with Jericho was was awesome, and I, honestly, I'd love to see the two of them at WrestleMania if they if, if, if they had plans for that. Cool, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a legit nod. My nod this week uh, is actually going to. Um, Okay, Zeb Coulter, um, a.k.a. Dutch Mantel. A um, couple of things. First off, you know, for those of you who don't know, um, it's been reported, it's been a while. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, not too long ago, Dutch Mantel uh, lost his granddaughter in a, a drunk driving accident. Uh was doing a lot as far as uh, uh, politics and getting policies in place. Uh you know, to to stop this from happening uh, to to other families, uh, you know, and heavily involved in that. And um, you know, he comes back, and it was it was great to see him out and and back in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, you know, old timer guy's been in the business for a while, and uh, you know, I I loved everything. I mean, I thought it was great seeing Dutch back in the world of professional wrestling, back on TV. But uh, that aside, that the, the real life stuff aside. Love the character. Love the fact that we have swagger with a manager. Loved everything he was saying. Loved his promos. Thought it was it was all great. I mean, I now all of a sudden, and Jack Swagger's got all the physical gifts in the world. I've always found him incredibly uninteresting. Uh, I'm into him now. I, I want to see where they're going to go with this. I, I I love what they've done with his character. They gave the character an edge, and uh, you know, right now the climate in our country is so polarized and. You know, I, I just thought that, that Zeb Coulter's promos were so – I look, I know people like that. I do. I As much like people might look at Zeb and say, like, you know, oh, that's a wrestling promo. No, I know people that would talk exactly like that when you ask them, you know, well, what's wrong with America nowadays? And that's what they'd give you. They would give you almost verbatim some of the stuff that, that Dutch was saying. So I think it – it, it definitely pushes that button a little bit, and, and it kind of, you know, on some levels makes you feel a little uneasy, which is great. I mean, it's it's just great to to see Swagger um, be interesting, to see a, a manager-type character, and to kind of, you know, have a little bit of an edge to it. It's something that, uh, you know, is, is kind of hitting that, that polarizing aspect of our society right now, and that's... You know, a lot of the, the great heels, and, and when you go back in history, is, is uh, you know, in the Iron Sheik, and, and you know, there was the Iranian uh, hostage crisis going on, and like those those things that, that kind of reflect real life, 
that uh, you know really kind of you know kind of needle you a little bit. And uh, I, I just I got such a kick out of his promos. I thought he did such a great job with it. And uh, you know, and globally looking at it, the idea that maybe maybe uh, the idea of the the manager character is coming back a bit is. Uh, Definitely exciting to me. So I, I liked everything I saw at Dutch Mantel. Was was psyched to see him and uh, thought that was great. So there you have it. There are nods. Again, our wrestling nods. And you guys, you fans, be sure to send your photographs to Michelle at thecanereadyshow.com. We're going to start working on our TKRS Nation fan collage. So thank you so much. And there you have it. Our nods of approval. <laughs> The Ken Reedy Show, Nod of Approval. Good stuff, Dave. Good stuff. Good show. You psyched? We're about there. We're about four minutes out. Elimination Chamber. Uh, it's on tonight. I mean, we're, we're should, we should see a lot as, as far as uh, storyline development going forward into... The the road to WrestleMania. Um, what match? If you had to pick one match tonight that you're looking forward to more than anything, which match is it? To me, it's to me it's the Chamber match because that's that. I mean, we already know Cena and Rock's going to happen. So those matches. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I look forward to those, but the most I look in the Chamber match. I always like the the innovation that they have in those matches. Um, and just the importance of that match um, having towards WrestleMania. I mean, you got Jericho, Orton, Mark Henry's been on a roll. Swagger's coming into his own. Hell no, is you know that they they've been doing pretty well. So I mean, there's gonna something. I would say something big's gonna happen in that match. But I really, I truly look forward to seeing what can they top in year that they haven't done in years past. I mean, you, you mentioned it being the most demonic structure. We've seen guys go through the plexiglass. We've seen guys climb the top of the pods and jump off. We've seen them hit those steel grates. We've even seen some of them climb to the top of the chain. Like, what are they going to do to, to, to top it? And that's what I, that's what I, I like to see in these kinds of matches, the creativity, keep, keeping it fresh. And, uh, Jericho's going to be in his record, I believe, eighth or ninth chamber tonight, something like that. So, um, there's there's a good chance he might win this, like I said in the predictions, but that's the match I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, I would agree with you. I, I do thoroughly enjoy that that match. I, I, it's always entertaining, you know. Um, you know, I it, it's funny because I'm looking forward to that match as far as the match itself. Um, I, I think as far as curiosity, I'm I'm looking forward to a. Uh, I'm actually I'm looking forward to what exactly is going to happen uh, with uh, Rock CM Punk. Um, is is this stipulation, this no DQ, just uh, crap? It was just fodder to uh, kill time on on Raw, and it winds up being a straightforward match, and the, the stipulation never comes into play, and uh, you know it only comes into play after the fact because now uh, Heyman has to follow through on whatever uh, Vince wants. Um, and so it doesn't matter, or or do we see something funky happen in this match with uh, the stipulation? That's I, I think that's for me. That's where I'm most curious uh, to see how that plays itself out, if it plays itself out uh, at all. Um, but you're right. As far as the a match, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, 
the uh, Elimination Chamber match. Uh, that that should be a, a very entertaining match. And, uh, you know, we're just about there. And thank you guys uh, for, for tuning in again. Remember, we're on our way. As much as we're on the road to WrestleMania, the Ken Reedy Show is on the road to AM Radio. Um, so remember... That first week in March, that Tuesday, we will be on uh, March 5th. We'll be on uh, 1640 Ironbound Radio in Newark, New Jersey. And if don't worry, if you don't get in the station, we're still going to be on the Internet as well. So you can listen to us on thekenreadyshow.com. As always, we will keep our Sunday slot going each and every week. So uh, we'll be doing that. So we are on our way. And be sure to send us your picks because we want to get that fan collage going on the website. Dave, good show tonight. Yeah, kick ass. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm going I'm to do a disappearing act of my own and go watch the Elimination Chamber now. Yeah, as soon as the time runs out, like, poof. But there we go. We are ready. We are set. We're about to disappear and run over to our TVs and watch Elimination Chamber. Thank you. We'll be back next Sunday at 6 o'clock. Be sure to tune in. For Dave, I'm Ken Reedy. Thank you so much, and good night, everybody.